Welcome to the Spirit of Money podcast with your host, Beth Ann McMerrick. Here we weave together the elements of personal finance and business with the spiritual side of your money. Bust through your financial barriers and transform your life, mind, body, spirit, and wallet. Beth Ann guides you in a unique and enlightened approach on how to clear your financial chakra pathways, tune up your money vortex system, and manifest your dreams come true. Here's your host, Beth Ann McMerrick. podcast. I'm so excited that you are here. I'm so excited that you're here and I'm so excited to be doing this week's episode and because it's our new moon money reading for January 6, 2019. This is such an exciting time and in such a vibrant energy. I don't know if you can feel it, but I have been feeling this vibrant energy of shift and momentum and change and just this excitement, this vibration. And it is such an important time for us because not only are we individually thinking about the future, but if you think about collectively as a universe and as a culture, we tend to all at the same time are focusing on creating the best possible new year. So this underlying energy is, is, is bubbling beneath the surface of everything because collectively each of us as a being as individual beings are putting energy towards creating an amazing new year and creating intentions and goals and things for the new year and so here we are the first new moon of 2019 yay (laughs) I hope everybody celebrated and had a good time for the new year celebration and In this time, like I said, especially with the new moon, the new moon energy is about manifesting and creating new uh, new items. And so in this new money reading, what the focus has been for me and for our universal reading is specifically around what is it that we get to know to bring about that best 2019? How can we create a better balance within within ourselves? And so I am doing a different reading this time instead of just doing one card what I'm what I'm doing is one of the five card spiral a five card spiral layout goddess layout where we connect with our higher selves mind body spirit and wallet so we each have a relationship center within ourselves and this relationship that we have with our mind with our higher selves with our body with our spirit and with our wallet is what we get to connect to and strengthen within our core self at every level of ourselves so that we can create the best possible financial outcomes and life joy outcomes that we want to have. And each year we are constantly growing and constantly moving and constantly expanding. And it's a, again, a constant cycle and a pattern. And here we are at the top of the new year, which is so exciting because it's that able we're able to start fresh we can start a whole create a whole new fresh start over right ding (laughs) start over and so this new moon reading like I said I'm going to be doing the five cards spiral layout and I'm just super excited about doing this reading so let's get started and uh welcome to the new moon money reading for January 6, 2019. All right, well, let's just get right into this reading. So while I was preparing for this reading and when I decided that what we got to do in this universal reading is a five card spiral layout rather than just the one card. I because I wanted to take advantage of the new moon energy, the eclipse that's going on right now, but also on the new moon 
and what I always like doing just for myself is this five card spiral layout because this five card spiral layout assists me in in reconnecting and balancing out and harmonizing the my relationship within myself mind body spirit and wallet and the I am self right because it's this cycle this spiral that we want to hone in and our energy that we want to connect into and polish and it it creates that vibration that goes out into the world and then attracts those things to us. But if we're out of kilter, if we're not in our right mind or if we're thinking horrible things about ourselves, then we are out of alignment and the results, our life results are not what we want. So this full moon, I wanted to do this spiral layout, this five card spiral layout, because I thought it was so important again, because it's the new year. And so why not do this amazing reading for all of us to really propel us all into 2015 or 2019. (laughs) What happened? I I went back in time there for a moment. So what was interesting was when I was preparing this reading, and actually it was really quite exciting when it came out because I was sitting on my couch and I was just really thinking about this new year and thinking about all of you and thinking about this energy of creation and expansion within all of us. And I was shuffling these cards up and I was just shuffling them and shuffling them and shuffling them. And then, um, the way that I did this, I always like, when I stop, I'm like, okay, is this my card? And I get my yes or my no. I go, yes. Okay. That's my card. Great. And then this particular time I just went one, two, three, four, five. So in this five card spiral layout, we pull five cards, one for each of our relationship with our higher selves, one for our relationship with our mind, relationship with our body, the relationship with our spirit, and then the relationship with our wallet. And then these goddesses basically give us some amazing information. So now this is what was amazing when I drew this card was that the way that they came in order was one, two, three, four, and then number 40. So right in the row and right off the bat within these reading in this reading was the, the divine I am relationship centers from basically our root chakras, which is our earth elements, our earth chakras in grounding ourselves and believing in ourselves, in our higher consciousness, right? In, uh, in that the relationship with ourself, that the goddesses are, are screaming out to us and saying, enlightening up into us actually, and just saying that our relationship with our higher selves and seeing us as these higher divine beings on this earth, on this planet, we're not just some humble little servant here on the planet to serve everybody, but we are a transcendent being of light and energy that's here on this earth to create a divine, divine life and a divine passion and a divine love and light that goes out into the world. So we're much more than just a human being serving a human experience, but we're an enlightened higher being having a human experience on this planet And we have the opportunity to really increase our vibration and increase our reach into the world and really, truly create the world that we want. But it all comes from right down to our belief systems. And this is why working with these tools is so amazing because it assists us in shifting our mind belief systems. It brings out unconscious belief things, and it also assists us in healing our body and past traumas and energies from past, you know, past, 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 meaning like year, lifetimes after lifetimes, but not only that, but generational after generational. So they're very, very powerful. So in this reading, I am going to read the cards out and then we'll talk about each one of them as we go. And I'm just really thrilled about this. So for you, you may want to get yourself a pen and pencil And find yourself a great place to relax because when you hear specific lines or if you feel something in your body, I invite you to write that down and jot it down in your money journal so that you can go back and reflect on it and just journal some more and dig out even deeper things for you. Because there's, there'll be some things that I'll pick up on universally, but there may be something else that triggers you or takes you even deeper for you. That's more applicable to you, that it will be important for you to make a note of for yourself. So 
I'm going to start with the I am money goddess, divine money goddess card number one. So please take a deep breath. It's important to relax and to just allow to come through what gets to come through. This is not about judgment and this is not about pain. It's about releasing and healing and allowing and growing. And the more we can become conscious of those things that are getting in our way, the better growth and the more growth and the easier it is for us to do. Okay. And also I'm going to do a little bit different with this is that I have not read these cards yet. So you're going to be also getting my initial reaction and I may be stopping to take some notes as we go because, um, yeah, this is going to be awesome. So take a deep breath and when you're ready, here we go. Goddess card number one. Now this is a message from our higher self and how to strengthen the relationship with who we are with our divine higher self. So it's goddess card number one, divine money goddess. I am that I am. I create my vision. I am confident and joyfully proud of who I am. I have everything necessary to create my heaven on earth. I dance and play flowing with every movement, every moment. I cherish every experience and embody the feminine language of money, expressing it through wisdom, nature, divine light, and sensuality. Now this is the back. Divine money goddess, I am relationship to self, scarcity side, depression. She resides in the deepest sadness, keeping herself a victim, wallowing in unfulfilled expectations. She judges her life rather than finding and taking on growth and learning experiences. She only sees limits, lacks, and not enoughness. Feeling defeated, empty, and lost. And take a breath. In through the nose and out through the mouth. Energy exchange, peace. The divine eternal center of your heart is where the divine money goddess lives. She has it all and is all. She illuminates the feminine language of money in her life, bringing new light and new love to her relationship with herself, her body, her spirit, her mind, and her money. Take a breath in, in through the nose, out through the mouth. Healing energy, red root chakra, money action. Be the divine money goddess. She allows herself to grow, feel, and succeed, creating a fulfilling connection to her own divinity. Deeply compassionate, forgiving, and loving of herself and others, she creates from an expanded vision, heartfelt passion, and divine, rich divine desires. She knows the infinite light being that is she. Goddess card number one. Take another breath in and out. <clears throat> yeah, that's a very deep, powerful card. And I felt a few things hitting in my body when I was reading that, specifically in the she has it all and is all. And that I felt right in the center, right in the gut, right below the solar plexus. She she has it all and is all especially because we're told, you know, not to be too greedy and who do you think you are and why should you have everything? You know, if we have our whole life completed, it, 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 it's such a quandary in our mind and in our culture because we're told go for it all, take, take it, give, go for the gold. But at the same time to have it all and to be all and everything, there's also this egocentric thing that happens as well. And that's what hits, you know, in that deep stomach pit is that, Really, am I that great of a great of the great? And I, that's why I think is so interesting about this being the first card, because it is. It's about I'm number one. You're number one. We're number one. <laughs> we get to think of ourselves as this amazing being, this amazing goddess, this amazing light energy that is number one, right? Because truly, we are the center of our own universe. 
and we get to believe in everything of who we are and believe in and believe in our message and that was another thing that hit um deeply compassionate forgiving and loving of herself actually pulls on the back of our lower back right in the back between the two between the uh, sacral chakra and there's this pull and this pinch that's happening and but what it felt like was this releasing because the part that hits and hits in the heart is this forgiving of ourselves is really what pings in that moment for me in this reading was that forgiving of ourselves and it really felt like this release is what's going to happen as we forgive ourselves all of a sudden I felt this release of pressure it's like Oh, right. There's all these things, these expectations, right. That come up in the scarcity side. There's all these expectations. Every year we put on this list of, oh, this is what I'm going to do this year. This is what I'm going to do this year. And the joke really is, is when did you quit doing what you said you were going to do the first of last year? (laughs) I've already seen people saying, oh, well, so much for my new year's resolutions. And it's only the 6th of January. Bottom line, it goes taking it into this deeper level of believing in ourselves 100% deeply and compassionately forgiving and loving of ourselves. And that means that we're deeply connected to what we're creating into our mission into the the light that we are and that we're completely at the root of us know what we're creating, know what we're, what we're doing. Allow that breathing. I'm number one. I'm number one. It's okay for us to say, Hey, I'm number one. (laughs) I'm number one. I'm awesome. Because we know what we're creating and what we're putting out to the world is awesome, right? She creates from an expanded heartfelt vision that in, in that expanded heartfelt vision, it means it's, for everyone. The work that we do at a divine light in our divine passions isn't just about us. It ends up really impacting the lives of our families, of our employees, of our communities, and people everywhere, not just not just within our own immediate circle, but everywhere in different different vibrations, different times, different um generations and that's what's so exciting about this work so illuminating this feminine language of money illuminating this feminine light that you are and building this divine relationship within herself her body her spirit her mind and her money and that's exactly what we're going to be doing next is reading these next cards to go deeper into what it what we're saying about her body, her spirit, her mind, and her money, healing those areas for ourselves. Okay, the next card is from our relationship with our mind, with our mental, with our emotional, mental and emotional relationship that we have with ourselves. And in that placement, we got the phenomenal money goddess, goddess card number two. And of course, again, it's from the higher perspective I'm going to read the phenomenal money goddess goddess card. Number two, I honor the swing of my hips. I allow the fullness of me to be, I, my heart is filled with the beauty of me. I courageously create limitless new opportunities for creation, growth, fulfillment, peace, and joy. I am phenomenal. Goddess card. Number two, and take a breath. And on the back, I am relationship to self, scarcity side programmed. She sadly moves forward, little, little, little steps. So tiny you can hardly see her moving. Always worried about making others happy first. She is not listening to her true self, always questioning herself, wondering if she measures up. Dips a toe in for one glorious moment and then sits on the sideline waiting. Take a deep breath in. (sighs) Yeah, I felt that one. Energy exchange peace. Women have the ability to see opportunity. 
to give their ideas life and inspire others to do the same. See the possibility in the loved ones around you. See the possibility in you. Creating new opportunities for connection, growth, fulfillment, peace, joy. The healing energy is the orange sacral chakra. Money action. Be the phenomenal money goddess. She knows the swing of her hips, the tilt of her thighs, the reach of her breasts, the fullness of her heart, and the beauty of she. She loves her body because it is uniquely hers. Every curve, every plane, every thought, every creation is uniquely hers, and it is phenomenal. Confident in her choices, she is courageous, persistent, and adventurous. Ugh. Goddess card number two. Take a breath. And I'm going to read that last line again. Confident in her choices, she is courageous, persistent, and adventurous. <sighs> you know, because bottom line, this is about the belief of ourselves. And, and it's so true. We, as women and men, we really judge ourselves based on our body and our belief about our body and that really the orange sacral the orange sacral chakra is that you know it's the second to the last chakra in our body in our core body and that's about movement and being out in the world and I can definitely agree with this little steps little steps little steps so tiny you can hardly see or moving because I myself right is little step by little step by little step as I've been building my business and realizing what I can do in the world. So there's been this huge fear and stopping. I know for myself about stepping into the world because of the belief of my body. And I'm a curvy girl. <laughs> in fact, the, the phenomenal money goddess, the, her inspiration is the, from Maya Angelou's poem, phenomenal woman. And that's how she got her name is, is because of the phenomenal money goddess. And you can, and when you see her picture, you know, she's got the curves. And I even remember when I was meeting with my artist and she had the first draft of her and I was like, nope, she got to be more hippie. There's got to be more curves going on with her, right? Because the honoring of the swing of our hips. And I, I've actually been doing some dating these last few years <laughs> and in the whole dating world and the belief about what men want in women it has so dramatically changed from when I was a teenager, from when I was younger and from what's going on with the marketing because it's, and it's really my new mantra, right? Is that my spare tire is his heaven on wheels, right? <laughs> That's what's happening, girls. They really, as we get older, maturing and really in our light it really is not about our body as much as it's about our own inner beauty and about what we create into the world and our belief in who we are and when we see ourselves as powerful women we will also have the men in our lives see us as powerful men, women that we can create a divine relationship within the masculine and feminine energies. So it's going very deep into seeing ourselves in this higher being of who we are again, because she's from the, the I am perspective and, and honoring ourselves that and realizing that we're not our body. It's not about stopping ourselves because our belief about our body, but it's about, honoring ourselves and allowing ourselves to be out in the world, be all that we can be, right? Be all that we can be. <laughs> oh, that was a fun, that was a fun, um, actually was a really fun card, but it's time to just keep going. We don't have to keep measuring ourselves up to what we think, right? These expectations that we think we're supposed to meet, especially right now in the new year. It's like, we always make this resolution of, oh, I'm going to start exercising. I'm going to lose that 30 pounds. I'm going to lose that 100 pounds. I'm going to lose that 150 pounds. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I 
really am tired of that little game of, oh my gosh, I got to lose this weight. And I have to have my body look a certain way in order to be successful or order in order to be acceptable. And that belief about our body has is such a deeply ingrained condition that that has been going on for centuries. Anyway, take a deep breath. Let's take a deep breath. That's a lot. Um, Let's do number three. The number three, and this is the relationship that we have with our physical self. Again, it's from the higher perspective from the prosperity money goddess. And it's the goddess card number three. So I'm going to read this card. Prosperity money goddess. Save and invest money in me. My education, growth, and fun. Investing in myself will always yield a higher rate of return. I enjoy learning about new interests, current passions, and lifelong financial wellness. I am limitless. On the back, prosperity money goddess. I am relationship to self. Scarcity side. Poverty. She not only has overspent her money, she has overspent others and is facing with, faced with overwhelming debt. There seems to be no light at the end of the tunnel. She seems to always be backing up and getting into more and more debt rather than moving forward. Take a breath. Energy exchange peace. Women don't quit. Save and invest money in education, growth, and fun. You will have a much higher rate of return when you invest in yourself and your money first. Healing energy. Yellow solar plexus chakra. Money action. Be the prosperity money goddess. She is investing her money, her time, her body, her spirit, and herself in herself. She nourishes and supports her visions of life to reality. She pursues her passions and desires while living in harmony with her surroundings, enveloped and cradled in acceptance. She claims the full and complete value of she. Goddess card three. Oh, take a breath. That was a deep one. You know, this is our physical relationship and it's that earth relationship and, and it's, Sometimes it's not always about what's actually, it's not always exactly about our money exchange as much as it's about our time and our energy, right? Where are we putting our time? Because time is money. And are we investing our time in ourselves or are we spending our time on everybody else's needs? And that's really where... I get this is more about and this overwhelming debt. It's that debt to ourselves. It's not necessarily a financial debt, but that we keep getting deeper into our to-do list, our to-do list for us, our to-do list, our to-do list keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper to do, right? So what are we doing to put ourselves first? What are we doing in our physical relationship to make ourselves number one? We're number one. Remember, we're number one. We're number one. (laughs) I am limitless, which means we can handle everything and we can do everything. Again, remember, this is a spiral. It's a movement. And as we move in each one of these energies, there's a connection that happens with them as well. So, Where in your physical relationship with yourself are you not putting yourself first? And are you not putting your money first? That's another thing. Because money is an essential life force energy for us. Money is that underlying energy that's supporting everything that we do. It supports everything that we do. And we get to have a reverence and a respect for our money in realizing that our relationship with our financial self And that's where the saving and investing money in me, but saving the money in me by investing ourselves in our financial relationship and creating a solid foundation for ourselves that provides a cradle of security and safety that 
continues to carry and support us in our divine life and in our divine mission. And as we can clear this deep earth rooted energies within us to untangle us from this poverty consciousness, right? This scarcity side, the dark side, this poverty consciousness that keeps us, you know, contrapped and confined in these horrible belief systems and that stop us from being who we are, right? That honoring who we are, that swing of our hips that we we forget that we're phenomenal, right? We just, we forget that phenomenal being that we are and we placate to the marketing that we are supposed to look a certain way, that we're supposed to live a certain way, that we're supposed to do things a certain way, that we're supposed to financially do things a certain way. And when we do that, when we buy into that, we do find ourselves being in overwhelming debt sometimes where we've overspent. I have been in definitely times where if I've overspent my money and because for me, it was hard for me to hold on to my money. I've not been in overwhelming debt as a single mom. Um, as a single woman, there were experiences of debt at times, but I'm not in that space anymore. And take a breath. Okay, we're going to take a just a moment and just a breath because uh, this is a lot of information, a lot of movement. And I would definitely suggest, you know, as we're reading through this, if you need to pause it, you know, to get your stones, to get your crystals with you. I'm actually using a solenoid wand to clear the energies around me as we're doing this reading because like I said, I haven't read these before either. So you're getting initial responses from me. <laughs> and even though you don't hear it because I edit them out and I'm going to be fully full disclosure here, there are times where I'm coughing as well and pulling out energy as well, because part of what I do is help clear that energy. And I know it's not always just for me, but it is, like I said, from generational, from the connection, from where, from wherever at, it's just part of what I do. But then mother earth helps support me at the same time by clearing it through me and bringing me these divine gifts with the stones and the solenoid and the bells is another one. That's really great. Bells. I was thinking you probably think I'm kooky, but if you do, that's okay. <laughs> anyway, that's all right. Uh, we can be kooky together and that's what makes this fun because this is, this is good. This is good, fun, deep work because now it gets fun. It gets easier. And as we keep going by layer, by layer, by layer, there's an opening and a shift that happens in our world. And this just having this level of gratitude, right? That's the other part of this is like how grateful I am to have this information and to have this opportunity to experience this level of knowledge and awakening to myself just within what we're doing. And that's the power of being within our higher selves is this opportunity to connect with ourselves and to be in this energy of higher consciousness and clearing that supports me and supports you and supports my next door neighbor, whether I know them or not, it's supporting them. It supports all of those around me and all of those around you. And the more of us that, you know, it's that ripple effect, right? And the more of us that clear and work in our energies, we create healing and it's amazing and it's awesome. Whew, okay, so take a breath. So that's so far we've done. I am the divine money goddess, the phenomenal money goddess and the prosperity money goddess. Let's take another breath. Okay, this is number four, our spiritual relationship. Uh, our relationship with our spiritual self, which is the cash flow money goddess. And she actually is the mermaid. She's the mermaid. She's beautiful. This again is from the higher consciousness, from the higher self. And this is from our spiritual relationship. So let's take another breath and then I'm going to read the card. I gracefully move with the ebb and flow. 
I gracefully receive and play. Oh, I better. I'm going to start that all over. <laughs> oh, apparently, maybe I'm not doing it. Maybe none of us are doing it. <laughs> gracefully pay is the word. Okay, we're starting over. Cashflow money goddess. I gracefully move with the ebb and flow. I gracefully receive and pay money. I listen to my heart and divine wisdom in all my decisions. I allow the gifts of life to be. I am financially supported. I claim my divinity. I take intelligent, committed action. I relax and I enjoy the ride. Goddess card four. And breathe. Okay, on the back is I am relationship to self. Scarcity side, crash and burn. She runs fast, she runs hard, and has no foundation, no path. She continually, continually slams into the great wall of financial catastrophe, struggling to make ends meet, and drowning in despair. Energy exchange, peace. Women can quickly identify areas to consolidate, organize, and strengthen to strategize the flow of money in home and business. Gracefully moving with every ebb and flow, gracefully getting up after a fall, graceful as she receives money as, and as she gives money, using her wisdom and heart, allowing the gifts of life to be. Healing energy is the pink green heart chakra. Money action. Be the cash flow money goddess. She enjoys the exploration of life. She illuminates her visions with confident financial decisions. She moves with the ebb and flow of her money creations. She trusts the waves as they come in and go out. Breathe. All is in divine order and for a divine purpose for her. Whew. And breathe again. Whew. I really like that one because it goes back to a couple of things. One that I really thought right off the bat was that connection with the forgiving, forgiving of ourselves, right? Forgiving ourselves. And that was in the goddess card one. So that all is in divine order and all is in for divine purpose, right? All is in divine order. All is in a divine timing for what it's meant to be because we, as we grow as a being, it isn't, you can't go from A to Z in like 9.9 .9 seconds. You've got to go A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. Right? There's a step, there's a process, there's a moment, there's little things. And each layer of our growth and our knowing takes on a different, deeper meaning and a deeper understanding because you know, like it says in here, continually slams into the great wall of financial catastrophe. I mean, I feel myself doing that too, right? Because that flow of money goes in and out, in and out. But sometimes we make that flow of money go so hard that we crash into the wall of catastrophe, right? Like imagine the the waves crashing against the wall, right? We crash into that wall of catastrophe. We go into that great amounts of overwhelming debt that was talked about in number three. And we're constantly rocking that boat back and forth as far as, you know, what we find acceptable financially in our lives and what we want to have financially in our lives. And we constantly go back in this crash in, in ourselves within our spiritual selves of what we really want in our lives. And then this other mind belief system of what we want. So we're constantly battling between our heart and our mind, our heart and our mind, our heart and our mind about what we're supposed to be having and what's, what's supposed to make us spiritual, what's supposed to make us be, you know, perfect beings in this world. And, and this is what's interesting about receiving this card in our spiritual relationship, because a lot of times we think in our spiritual relationship for spiritual people, this means there's this angelicness thing about us, but there's still within us, we are internally torn between the ego and what the world says is supposed to be successful and being rich and not being rich and setting prices and telling people 
no and saying yes to ourselves and doing things for ourselves first and putting ourselves first and thinking about ourselves first and not meeting other people's expectations of what we're supposed to do. And then at the same time, having a perfect body and a perfect diet and a perfect home and a perfect child and a perfect husband or wife and a perfect everything, right? There's so much pressure that we put on ourselves in our world and in our societies right now that really is underneath all profit driven. It's all profit driven. And because if they can keep us distracted, if really underline if the universe or if this deeper profit driven society is manipulating our consciousness, manipulating our belief systems into us in and and damaging our human belief about ourselves and damaging our spiritual belief about ourselves, then they can keep us from really doing the work and doing the things that we really are meant to be doing because we buy into that profit system of buying and staying in debt and keeping us like, what's the next new movie that's coming out? What's the next new series coming out? What are they doing on the Oprah Winfrey show? What's happening over here in this magazine? What's happening over there on this new YouTube video sensation or whatever movie thing that's coming out, right? What's the new fashion that we should be wearing? How should we be redecorating our house? What's the new iPod-y thing, the electronic stuff that we can keep buying into, right? And that's what we constantly talk about in social media. That's what we constantly talk about in social media is those things, those things. We're not talking about what's really important in our world right now, and that's creating this economy, this belief within ourselves and within our within our life of what's important, of what's important with connecting with the human beings, connecting with ourselves. And it, it's not to say we don't need to have the money flowing through our communities, but it's more about how are we receiving the money? How are we giving the money, right? Gracefully receiving the money, gracefully giving the money, right? When I started reading this, I bumbled up in the whole words of pay the money, right? Gracefully pay the money. And that's even like a huge, I could feel it like stabbing in the back kind of thing uh, of pay the money, gracefully paying the money. Because again, there's this other undertoning that we have about, oh, we've got to pay this money out too. It's about the decisions of what our priority is in how we are utilizing that money. Are we utilizing the money to buy the next great technical thing or are we using the money and utilizing the money to further our relationships with our families, to further our relations, right? Relationship within our connections within ourselves. And that's where that saving and investing the money in me, number three, was are we using this money to support ourselves and support in our investments, support in our own growth of our life of what we're meant to be doing? Or are we buying into this culture of we've got to buy the new latest, greatest thing and be at the new greatest, latest thing in order to be an awesome person in the world. There's a, a difference in how we relate to our money, uh, our spending money, right? And then our, the grace, gracefulness of how the money goes in and out. And I mean, again, all honesty. Yeah. I've had my own issues with the single mom. I couldn't be teaching this stuff if I didn't have my own experience of this stuff, because that's where I learned my own, um, my own path. This is where I've learned how to teach some of this stuff and talk about it because I've lived this path as well. And that's what we do in our life is, and even in the world, if you want clues to what is your divine gift, what is your divine being that you're meant to be doing in the world. It's what is your life journey been? How long has your life experiences been that's been getting in the way like that's been causing you chaos? What what is it there? Those are the lessons that you get to be teaching. Make your mess your message is what I hear all the time in business. Make your mess your message. Because What's really happening is our culture and in our society is turning more into an informational based businesses 
rather than physical product-based businesses, right? People are searching for information, for knowledge, for wisdom, to get out of the pain that they're in, to find direction for themselves. And you have been living a path and a journey. We each have been living a path and a journey that's taught us specific life lessons that we can teach these young children, that we can teach other people on this same path, something that supports them in healing their life. And in some cases, you may be able to monetize that, right? You may be able to profit from that life journey, those life lessons, those things. And I, I, for myself feel like, well, yeah, of course, why not? Because I have invested my entire life into my work. Everything that's in my work is a reflection of everything that I have learned in my careers, in my education, in my childhood, everything. And it's an awesome experience to be able to create a business and to create a purpose and a passion in the world that not only supports me financially, but also supports you in a way that will ripple out into the world in un unknown ways. I will never know how far reaching the work that I do is going to go. But what I do know as as each one of each person, as you take this information and move it out into your life and move it into your business, that there's some more healing that's going to happen. And that's what's so exciting about, again, working in your divine light and working in your passion and following your believing in yourself, right? Listening to yourself. <laughs> when we're listening to ourselves and taking the steps that we need to be taking, and we're taking those paths, we're not judging them. We're just like following like, okay, this is what I get to do. Then that direction of where we get to go in the world and what we get to share into the world shows up. And we were able to create a divine financial experience by sharing our information through creating a business or through our financial work, through our chosen careers that we're in, right? Because maybe your passion is being a police officer and you're on the police force and you're loving being in that part of a situation. So you, you can't necessarily have, you know, your own individual entrepreneurial police officer. I guess you could do bodyguard things, but that's getting way too technical. <laughs> It's where your passion is. So if it is in a career, in a business, or if it's as an entrepreneur, wherever you're at in your life, creating the finances and creating that energy, that divine source energy of the work that you're doing and reaching out into the world through service, through connecting, through supporting yourself, through your passion, what you're thrilled about doing and through your own life lessons, right? What are those life lessons that you've learned that you can assist and support in the world and create money from at the same time. So allowing so that what happens is then you don't have to struggle, right? There's not this internal struggle of, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Oh, I hate going to work every Monday morning. I hate getting up and going to the world. And we don't make this financial struggle happen where we're going paycheck to paycheck and we're allowing ourselves to just be nice cozing, floating down the river of life, <laughs> of the financial life, right? We're enjoying it. We're gracefully moving. We're using our wisdom, our heart. We're allowing the gifts of life to be. We're allowing the gifts of life to be. And that part of the gifts of life to be is that financial, financial gift as well. And enjoying our vision, enjoying what it is that we want. And ultimately that's bottom line, what this is all about. And I'm actually working on clearing ooh, the back of the throat chakra. Cause again, this idea of making a lot of money, there's a big weight that comes on as well, because it also connects to responsibility and taking on an, another responsibility. And I think that's another part that's really important to remember is that, you know, we're not alone. We're not here here just willy-nilly that there is some divine guidance that's happening with us and and that's one thing that I really got when I drew these cards and I was like oh, 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 one two three four what are you kidding me right in order I'm like I kept even questioning it I'm like 
No, 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 no. I must not have... I must not have shuffled them up enough. No, I must not. But I've had the same set of cards sitting next to my bed for the last year, at least, since I moved in, into this place. And I've used them before on other readings. This is the first time I've used this set of cards for our new moon readings. So I just was then I'm like, well, so have I not used them that much? So I just like, it, maybe I didn't have them all shuffled. But I kept, no, this was exactly what it's meant to be. One, two, three, four. And especially as I'm doing this reading, I'm like, well, yeah, it's for me, it's making so much sense. I can't wait to go back and listen to the recording. I'll be going back and listening to the recording and mapping out some things on the chakra map and I'll see what comes up for us more. Uh, and I'll talk about that at the end of this, at this podcast. It's just very interesting, again, that we're guided, right? We're supported. You're here listening to this because you're being guided to listen to this. And I'm hoping that you're getting some amazing enlightenment for yourself as well as, as we're doing this reading. So again, take a breath. Our last card is card number 40, which again, that was the other thing that was interesting because card number 40 is the very last card in the goddess card set. So we got one, two, three, four. And then 40. I'm sure that means I could have won some sort of po poker set with all of this, right? <laughs> and this is from our wallet relationship, our financial relationship. And it's the worldly money goddess wallet. Card number 40. I use my resources and money wisely. I honor my money and manage it wisely. I appreciate the resources I have available to me, and I purchase items that support my community and touches my soul. I enjoy being creative and have fun creating my kind of works of art. And take a breath in. And on the back is the financial relationship, creativity, scarcity side, worthlessness. She throws away relationships, money, ideas, and time with wounded pride. She creates a disposable life and overspends on disposable items to fill the empty spaces. She is afraid to show her own creativity. She believes she has nothing to contribute, and if she does, it would be absolutely worthless. Energy exchange, value, and money. We are literally throwing away our money when we overuse our resources by producing poor quality items, Wise decisions get to be made on behalf of our planet, our communities, and our wallet. Choose quality over cost. Choose value over convenience. Purchase with your heart. Healing energy, water. Money action. Clear your environment of junk, broken items, and things that don't support the divine you. Make your money the voice of value by purchasing your gifts home decor, and baubles from local artists. What creative sellable ideas do you have? The time is now to move forward on your ideas. Always listen to yourself. Goddess card 40. Take a breath. I will say I did read this card earlier. Actually, this was the first one I read um, yesterday. And it really was very interesting because I actually spent the day decluttering my space here because Christmas and everything, you know, I took, I took a lot of time in decorating my space and having fun with that and enjoying the holiday. And I had my office here just jam packed full of everything. <laughs> so I spent the day just decluttering and clearing and throwing, you know, getting, clearing that my office space out. And so I thought it was really interesting because then I pulled this card for us and that's what is clear your environment of junk, broken items and things. But it also is like even going deeper in that it made me even think about this creating a disposable life and overspends on disposable items to fill the empty spaces. And it wasn't, it was more so much to that not using the resources, right? That 
even the disposable things, it's like, are we utilizing all of the items that we're re already purchasing? Are we purchasing things and not utilizing them? I see programs all the time about the hoarding and the over-purchasing and the overspending because one of the things that we do when we're feeling empty within ourselves, when we're not feeling like we're not deeply fulfilled by the work or what we're doing in our lives and we feel this emptiness in within us, and that's because we are not feeling our within ourselves. Not that we're not in that perfect relationship, but because we're not in that fullness of loving every bit of who we are. And that's why even here, one, two, three, four, five, right? Right off the bat, every bit of us is like, you're the top of every single one of this to, to see yourself in this divine higher being. We're not just this mere mortal, but we're divine higher consciousness, higher light being. And it's like, we've got to get it. It's time to stop throwing away our life and our world and take, you know, a, grab the bull by the horns and do what we came here to do and not throw away our time, not throw away our energy, not throw away our resources. You know, if you invested in programs, I've done this, right? Especially the first of the year, put money into a new gym and then not do the gym, put money into new training. Oh, I'm going to learn this new training and I'm going to do this, take on this new education course and then not finish the education course. I'm going to buy this book and then not read the book. I'm going to buy this instrument and then not play the instrument. We're getting the inclination to go forward and do certain things, but then we either invest that money in it and then we don't actually utilize that money. So we're like, oh yeah, I'm investing in me. I'm investing in my education. I'm investing in my growth. But then are we actually taking action on those investments that we're making? Are we actually doing it? Or are we just keep buying more things and buying more things to overstuff and overjunk ourselves with stuff? I That's one thing I really noticed about myself as I've moved into my new home because I came from, I had, I can't remember how many, 1700 square feet house and 30 years of kids and my mom living with me, my sister living with me for a little while, years of, you know, their stuff, my stuff, everybody's stuff, holiday stuff, Christmas stuff, every kind of stuff, you know, stuff, 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 getting rid of so much stuff, downsizing so much stuff over the last three years after I, when I sold my house in 2016. And now I'm into this new place and I was looking around the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, everything is full again. Like I don't have empty shelves. There's not empty shelves. <laughs> so I'm feeling this, like it's time to like breathe, give some room, give some space, allow for the creativity, right? Allow for the resources to be here to support me and allow myself to save. We don't always have to spend. It's like, again, like that compulsive activity that we do that we don't want everybody to know that we do. <laughs> Mine is chocolate. I'll admit it. Okay. So how do we shift out of this? How do we come back to really taking this energy and taking this information and moving forward into the, this new year? And this is, again, allowing ourselves to see us in our divine highest being of who we are, that we create our vision, right? That's what the goddess card number one tells us that we create our vision, that we get to honor our hips is what we get from our mental, our mind relationship. Our mind is like, we got to honor our hips. And from our body is like investing our time and ourselves, right? Our physical beingness, where are we putting our physical beingness? Are we putting our physical beingness behind everybody else? Or are we putting our physical being out into the world? And are we making it the priority in our life, our own physical being? Then in our spiritual self is that enjoying the life and enjoying receiving the money, enjoying paying the money, enjoying creating the opportunities for the money and allowing ourselves to see the grace of who we are, that creating money is also a spiritual experience, not a evil, horrible experience, because there's some divine 
work and divine healing that happens through a business or through the work that we do when we're creating the money doing the work that we do. And there's so much more to go in depth about even just that concept, but that can be for another time. And again, and then finally in our financial relationship, our wallet relationship, honoring our resources, honoring the financial resources that we have available, honoring our our faculty resources, our mind, our experiences. I mean, one of the, the other thing too, I think about in honoring our resources is again, like I said, the journey that our mess is our message. So the messes that I've made, the mistakes that I've made, the experiences that I've made in my life is given me the opportunity to learn from them. And now I can teach from them and create a profit for myself that supports my own being, that supports my mission, that supports the that more information like this can go out into the world. And that's what's so exciting about it is that when we create money through our divine passions, wherever it is, but when we create money in that divine passion in the work that we do and allow ourselves to profit through that, what's happening is there's healing that's happening on the other side because our clients and our customers are receiving healing for the work that through the work that we're doing with them and at the level that they invest within us through into our business that they invest that they pay to us that we receive from them we receive the financial money from them as we receive that they were were able to give that vibration back to them, right? Because the when we feel drained and we're exhausted when we're working with the client, most likely it's because we're undercharging and we're not pay, charging them for the full amount of work that they're doing. So that they're receiving from us. And so they're not actually getting benefit of everything that, that you're giving to them. It's like the analogy of, they have a, they pay you a teacup size price, but you give them a gallon size amount of information. They can't hold a gallon size of information. And then if you pour over them, they can't retain it. They can't hold it because all they have is a teacup. <laughs> we get to remember, and this is where this piece of here, voice your value. Also in this for, card 40 really came up for me was this voicing not only the voicing our value in your business in the pricing that you have within your business is also just as important to make your pricing that voice of the value of what it is that they're going to be receiving and in this new year as you're working through the vision and and the vision that you have for your life and for your business and for your financial experiences, understanding and having a clear financial relationship and goal is so vitally important in order for you to, to succeed and actually attaining the financial vision that you have for your life and attaining the overall joy life vision that you have for yourself. So again, take a deep breath in and out. <sighs> Breathing is so important. It assists us in moving and clearing out these energies and these toxic things. And as you go through your next year and as you go through your everyday life, again, continue to focus on believing in yourself, listening to yourself, forgiving your, yourself, putting yourself first, making the relationship you have with yourself and with your finances a divine relationship, a divine partnership that not only supports you financially and emotionally, but supports all of those around you and lifts all of those around you as well. The more you focus and care for yourself, the more your energy will be uplifted and more those around you, their energy will be uplifted as well. And the relationships come together and heal and increase. And it's an amazing, amazing process as you continue to, to work through this. So that's it for this week's new moon money reading for January 6th, 2019. I'm super thrilled about all of the information that came through. And I hope that you found some divine inspiration for you to carry you forward into this year and bring about the best, most divine 2019 for yourself and for your loved ones. 
I would also suggest going back, listening to this recording again. If you have the cards, sit down and listen and read the cards again for yourself and journal them out for yourself. Make sure that if you get any specific actions, some specific items of things for you to do, do them. One of the actions that we got in here for sure was clearing the clutter and clearing our spaces. And again, that is so important for us to clear through the items that no longer support us. Those things that bring you joy are the only items that you want to hang on to. Things that are making you feel less than or draining your energy or you're not, it's not giving you positive reactions. Get rid of those items and then utilize the items that you have already purchased. Honoring those things that you've purchased already and utilizing those things that have come into your life to support you and allow them to support you. Quit putting yourself on the back burner and always taking care of everybody else, but it's time to take care of you. So there we go. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I look forward to our next moon reading, which will actually be the full moon reading, the full moon reading on January 21st, 2019. And I hope you have a divine, awesome day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Talk to you later. Peace in my money peeps. Thank you for listening to the Spirit of Money podcast. Are you ready to transform your money life? Imagine making money that nourishes your body and soul. Visit DivineMoneyMastery.com for more information about products and services created to empower your money life and to contact Beth Ann via email, Facebook, and Instagram. Sign up to receive a complimentary ebook written by Beth Ann. Five Steps to Money Peace of Mind Quick Guide. Discover the spiritual side of your money to increase your abundance and divine financial wealth. Join us next time on the Spirit of Money podcast.